listening to Ranking Tracks, part of CKCC Radio. And now your host, Jeff Trellowitz. And welcome back to Ranking Tracks here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff. This is episode number 41. Who would have thought? And 41 different artists. Still something I'm very proud of to keep going with this trend until at least episode 50. I already have 42 picked out for you, so should not be that hard. But we're going to talk about a really awesome uh, 60s album that everybody knows. There's no way you don't know a song off this album. I'm sure there are toddlers who know songs off this album. That's how iconic it is. We're, of course, talking about Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys, an album so good it frightened the Beatles. The Beatles, who do not get scared at much, were was afraid of the success of this album. That tells you everything you need to know. So let's go ahead and take a look at the album before we start ranking it. This is the 12th album released by the pop group The Beach Boys. It was recorded, started recorded on July 12th, 1965. They finished on April 13th, 1966. The album itself is 35 minutes and 57 seconds long. was released on May 16th, 1966. And it had a total of 13 tracks. And technically four singles because two of them were released at the same time. It's not something you see that often, but yeah, they released two singles on the same day, and they are the two biggest hits off this album. So that was a uh, banner day for the Beach Boys, July 18th, 1966. The genres, according to Wikipedia, include progressive pop, chamber pop, psychedelic pop, and art rock. Those are some uh, funky uh, genres, I would say. I I don't know. I, I, I would just call it pop music. I mean, that's just me. But again, I don't work for Wikipedia, so I don't know. But yeah, Pet Sounds was an interesting album to listen to. I actually have the CD of it. And while I do own the CD, it's not something that I had in heavy rotation listening to. So it was good to actually listen to it from start to finish again. I probably did that when I first bought the CD, but have not listened to it from start to finish since then. So that's another, like I've said many times, that's what I love about doing this podcast is, yes, it's easy to cherry pick the best songs from from a band or from a CD and listen to only those. This gives me the excuse to listen to it from start to finish, because again... That's an art that I don't think many people do anymore. You just listen to the songs you like. But if you do that, you might, you know, miss out and discover a song that you never knew that all of a sudden becomes your top song. So I I highly recommend we get back into that habit. But that's just me. This is something that I found very interesting in uh, doing some research on this album. As great as the songs are and as well known as the songs are, it was not nominated for a single Grammy that year. Again, I, I think that with as big as this 
some of these songs are, you would have thought that they would have gotten at least one or two nominations. But no, was not nominated for a single Grammy that year. So I'm kind of shocked by that. All right, and let's go ahead and start talking about the tracks themselves, starting with my 13th favorite song off the album, or my least favorite song, depending on how you want to view it. It's the instrumental Let's Go Away For A While. I mean, it, it is one of the shorter songs on this album. That That is one thing I will say about this album. The vast majority of songs on this album are between the two to three minute range. Um, looks like, in fact, all of them are... Yeah, every single song off this album is either between... Nothing is over four minutes long, which, again, is very rare these days. I mean, granted, this album came out in the 60s, but you don't see a whole lot of that. So, um, Let's Go Away For A While is an instrumental, which there's actually two instrumentals on this album, which, again, is very strange. You don't see a lot of that, especially in today's music, or even, you know, for a band that is lyrically known you don't see a lot of that so for me and, and again it's not necessarily a bad song i just there are more songs that i prefer on this album so we're going to start with track number six let's go away for a while next up we're going to talk about track number four for me it's number 12 it's called don't talk put your head on my shoulder i can hear so much in your size i can see so much in your eyes there are words we both could say, but don't talk, put your head on my shoulder. Come close, close your eyes and be still. Don't talk, take my hand and let me hear your heartbeat. Being here with thee feels so right. We could live forever tonight. Let's not think about tomorrow. And don't talk, put your head on my shoulder. So, it's, at least to me, sounds like the beginning of a relationship when two people have had feelings for a while and they finally decide, you know what? Enough is enough. Let's go ahead and do this. Uh, again, there wasn't really a bad song on this album. There's just songs that I prefer. This was a fun kind of ballady song. Uh, again, there's a lot of repetition in it, which is, you know, for someone who keeps repeating how much they don't like repetition, it's kind of ironic if you think about it. So, again, not a bad song, but definitely better songs on the album according to me and that's what this is the next song we're going to talk about is going to be the last song on the album and the first single released it's called caroline no the lyrics are where did your long hair go where's the girl i used to know how could you lose that happy glow oh caroline no who took that look away i remember how you used to say You'd never change, but that's not true. Oh, Caroline, no. Break my heart. I want to go and cry. It's so sad to watch a sweet thing die. Oh, Caroline, why? And it's basically about a man looking at his ex-girlfriend and seeing how she's changed over the years and the uh, how and how disillusioned she's become over the years. And it's it, it is definitely depressing to consider. But again, I think. It's one of those songs that we can all understand because 
I'm sure that we each have an ex that we can say that about. So it is a very relatable song. Next up, we're going to talk about the title track of the album. It is track number 12. It is a, the second instrumental. It is Pet Sounds. Again, there's not really a whole lot to talk about when it comes to instrumentals. You know, I like to analyze lyrics and talk about lyrics. So with instrumentals, I can just be like, it wasn't bad. <laughs> and I really don't have anything else to say about it. So check out title track, Pet Sounds. Next up, we're going to talk about the ninth best song on the album to me. It is track number 10, and it is called Here Today. It starts with just a little glance now. Right away, you're thinking about romance now. You know you ought to take it slower, but you just can't wait to get to know her. A brand new love affair is such a beautiful thing, but if you're not careful, think about the pain it can bring. It makes you feel so bad, it makes your heart feel so sad, it makes your days go wrong, it makes your nights so long. You've got to keep that in mind. Love is here today and it's gone tomorrow. It's here and gone so fast. I mean, it's one of those songs that are positive about love. And then you're like, well, it could be taken away in a second. So basically enjoy it while you have it. And I can't honestly disagree with it one bit so that's here today next up we're gonna talk about it for me is song number eight on the album it's song number two it's called you still believe in me i know perfectly well i'm not where i should be i've been very aware you've been patient with me every time we break up you bring your you bring back your love to me and after that i've and after all i've done to you how can it be I try hard to be more what you want me to be, but I can't help how I act when you're not here with me. Next up, we're going to talk about track number 11, but for me, it is track number 7, I Just Wasn't Made For These Times. And it's pretty self-explanatory about feeling like you just don't belong anywhere in this particular timeline. And again... It's one of the most relatable things I think most people have felt at one time or another. I keep looking for a place to fit, where I can speak my mind. I've been trying hard to find the people that I won't leave behind. They say I got brains, but they ain't doing me no good. I wish they could. Each time things start to happen again, I think I got something good going for myself. But what goes wrong? Sometimes I feel very sad. Sometimes I feel very sad. Can't find nothing I can put my heart and soul into. Sometimes I feel very sad. Can't find nothing I can put my heart and soul into. I guess I just wasn't made for these times. Accurate AF. Next up, we're going to talk about the song I'm Waiting for the Day. It is track number five on the album, but for me it's number six. I came along when he broke your heart. That's when you needed someone to help forget about him. I gave you love with a brand new start. That's what you needed the most to set your heart broken heart free. I know you cried and you felt blue, but when I could, I gave strength to you. I'm waiting for the day when you can love again. A pretty self-explanatory song with this one about a guy that, you know, meets a girl and she just got dumped and she's sad and... All of a sudden, there's a new dude. 
And uh, he's just waiting for the day that all the attention that he's giving her is enough to make her forget about the other guy. And again, I, I think it's a very relatable song. And I think at some point or another, the roles have been reversed and the girl's been there for a guy. So, again, very relatable no matter what your gender is. Next up, we're going to talk about That's Not Me. It is track number three on the album, and for me, it's number five. I had to prove that I could make it alone now, but that's not me. I wanted to show how independent I'd grown now, but that's not me. I could try to be big in the eyes of the world. What matters to me is what I could be to just one girl. I'm a little bit scared because I haven't been home in a long time. You needed my love, and I know that I left at the wrong time. My folks, when I wrote them, told them what I was up to, said, that's not me. I went through all kinds of changes, took a look at myself, and said, that's not me. And again, very relatable lyrics, knowing that, you know, the person you want to be is not necessarily the person you're turning out to be. And when life gets you down, sometimes you can question things like that. So, again, very relatable song. Uh... You know, it's again, it's getting to the top part of the album where so many great songs and so many relatable songs that, you know, these are the songs you just want to put on and repeat. So that is That's Not Me, as opposed to, say, Shaggy, It Wasn't Me. Sorry, I, I had to do it. Let's talk about my fourth favorite song on the album. It is the ninth track on it. It is called, I Know There's an Answer. I know there's an answer. I know now, but I have to find it by myself. They come on like they're so peaceful, but inside they're so uptight. They trip through their day and waste all their thoughts at night. Now, how can I come on and tell them the way that they live could be better? I know there's an answer. I know now, but I have to find it myself. Lyrics are a little bit different than the rest of the album where it's more obvious what the song is about but I still find a way to connect to the song which is why it's number four that is I know there is an answer now we get to the top three and three of the uh, three of the four singles that were released so they're all very well known and in at number three is the seventh song on the album and as far as singles go, this was the second single released. It is Sloop John B. This song was actually featured on the Forrest Gump soundtrack. And when I heard it, and you know, the more I heard it at the time, I was not a fan. I, there was just something about the song that I did not quite understand. But as I grew up, I grew to appreciate the song a whole lot more, which why it is number three on the list. Of course, the lyrics of the song include, So hoist up the John B. sail, see how the main sail sets, call for the captain ashore, let me go home, let me go home. I want to go home, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel so broke up, I want to go home. The first mate, he got drunk and broke into the captain's trunk. The constable had to come and take him away, Sheriff John Stone. Why don't you leave me alone, yeah, yeah. I feel so broke, I want to go home. Again, it's not necessarily a relatable song, uh, 
but it is a fun, you know, I don't want to call it a drinking song, but there's also not a whole lot of songs about piracy that are not sung by Jimmy Buffett. So I think that's part of the reason why I do enjoy it. And speaking of songs that appear in famous movies, let's talk a little bit about Wouldn't It Be Nice, which is the first song on the album. And it is, of course, from the Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore romantic comedy, Fifty First Dates. Now, of course, it's not originally from it. I'm, I, I don't want to get any, you know, reaction texts or emails or tweets saying, well, you know, it's not originally from Of course, I know it's not from it. This is a song from the 60s and then 2000s uh, soundtrack. So, yes, I'm fully aware of that. But a lot of the younger generation know it more from the movie than from Pet Sounds, the album. So that is why I'm putting it there. Uh, absolutely love this song. It is... I mean, obviously, I do. It's number two on the album, even though I do have a love-hate relationship with number one, but we will get into that in just a moment. But let's first do some lyrics. Wouldn't it be nice if we were older? Then we wouldn't have to wait so long. Wouldn't it be nice to live together in the kind of world where we belong? You know, it's going to make it that much better when we can say goodnight and stay together. You know, uh, again, it's one of the most perfect relationship songs about making that next step as a couple you know possibly moving in together big step there happy times together we've been spending I wish that every kiss was never ending oh wouldn't it be nice yes yes it would wouldn't it be nice was a huge hit here in the United States hitting number 8 on the US Billboard top 100 uh, was number two in Australia, four in Canada, 12 in New Zealand. So, again, huge hit. One of the most recognizable songs by the Beach Boys. Again, I don't know anyone that does not know this song. And the fact that this was released on the same day as number one. I mean, again, July 18th, 1966 is a banner day for the Beach Boys because number one is of course God Only Knows and of course God Only Knows has appeared on numerous soundtracks as well uh, Love Actually comes to mind it is the song that's playing at the very beginning and very end of the movie uh, when it actually was released was not a big hit in the United States believe it or not uh, was number 39 on the US Billboard Top 40 um, so yeah, it barely made that list, and yet it is still one of the most well-known and well-loved songs throughout history, at least I would think so. Again, I don't know anyone who does not know this song. I may not always love you, but as long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it. I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows what I'd be without you. If you should ever leave me, though life would still go on, believe me. The world could show nothing to me, so what good would living do me? God only knows what I'd do without you. I mean, honestly, the song lyrics, just the lyrics themselves, are depressing AF. But again, it is a very relatable song. And again, we've all been there, so... 
Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love this song. Um, I have an emotional tie to the song that makes it hard to listen to. But I still enjoy it, and I try to separate it a little bit. So, But yeah, that is Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Uh, in two weeks, I'm going to have a guest, hopefully with me, making his podcast debut. Has never been on a podcast himself. Good friend of mine. Uh, very familiar with the music industry. So... I don't want to say his name just yet, just in case we can't work it out. But he's thinking about having his own podcast, so I want to show him exactly what the world of podcasting is like. So join us in two weeks when we discuss Bare Naked Ladies' stunt album. In the meantime, I want to thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and the 40 episodes before it. And... Don't forget to check out the other great shows here on CKCC Radio. And in the meantime, have a good one, everybody. I may not always love you.